Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into Wake and Take. It's your boy Jason, and we have some football to talk about today. We'll quickly break down last night's happening in Thursday Night Football, but then we will preview Week 17, everything you need to know. I've got one sit for you, one start, as well as all the injury updates that you need to make sure you are up to date on the players that you are able to start this week in the most important matchup of all, the Fantasy Football Championships. So, go ahead. Take out your coffee, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. All right. Good morning, everyone. Welcome in T-Real. Welcome in everyone else joining me on Instagram, on Facebook, on YouTube. Great to see you guys this morning. Let's start talking about some football. Firstly, we had a football game last night. It was Jets-Browns, and while I called the under, I really didn't think they would score that many points. Boy, did a lot of points get scored, and boy, did basically every player I told you guys to start pop off last night. Brees Hall, nine receptions, scored a touchdown as well. Everything you could ask for. Let me say it again. Nine receptions for Brees Hall. That is what needs to happen. I hope Aaron Rodgers is taking notes for next season, because if Brees Hall doesn't get 10 targets a game, I'm going to riot. It is amazing what he's doing in the passing game, and I really hope the Jets are taking notes for next season. He is the dynasty RB1. There is no doubt in my mind. It's not Jameer Gibbs. It's not Bijan Robinson. It's Brees Hall. He's got the best profile in the league. He plays the best out of any running back in the league. It's Brees Hall, guys. There's no argument to it. There really isn't. He's RB1 in dynasty. Go get him while he still isn't valued that way. And then on the Brown side of the ball, Joe Flacco just continues to sling it, throwing for 300 yards and three touchdowns yet again. And let me say that again, 300 yards and three touchdowns against this Jets defense that have been pretty good all season against quarterbacks. So just Joe Flacco is something else, guys. Just a legend. Best Browns quarterback of all time. Clinching the playoffs this week for the Browns as well. Winning, what, four straight? So just unbelievable performances from him. He might get comeback of the player, comeback player of the year at this rate. It is just, who, who saw this coming? How good Joe Flacco is being right now. It is just unbelievable. I love it. And with that, he gave David Njoku yet another breakout, fantastic performance. 134 yards for him. Just unbelievable what David Njoku is doing along with Joe Flacco as well. Just it, It's so much fun watching this Browns offense right now without Deshaun Watson. And even Jerome Ford had two receiving touchdowns. Kareem Hunt got himself a rushing touchdown. Everyone on the Browns really had a good day. Even Elijah Moore scored before getting injured in a little revenge game scenario. So great game for the Browns. They basically slaughtered the Jets and they clinched the playoffs. So just got to give them some claps. Good football game. 
Love myself some Joe Flacco right now. What a story. What a story. But what you guys need to know for week 17 is all of this. And we'll start, as usual, with the injury update. So I've got every single practice update for you around every single player that's injured. And as we've had the last few weeks, it's a really long list. So go ahead and buckle up. Turn your ear listening tunes up all the way so you are ready to understand everything that is about to be broken down. First injury update we have for you is Marquise Brown. He has a heel injury that's already sidelined him one week. He is still not practicing this week, so it looks like Marquise Brown will miss this game yet again, which means, of course, it's Trey McBride season as always, dude is so good. And Greg Dortch might even be a little bit of a deeper play as well as he continues to get targeted by Kyler Murray and continues to look good. I don't know if you guys saw his highlight last week, but he he's someone to keep an eye on if you're in a pinch this week. And also Kyler Murray did not practice yesterday, but it was an illness. So like we say, when it's an illness, they're going to end up playing regardless, unless it's like super bad. But we've not really seen that before. Uh, Kyler Murray should be playing, even if he didn't practice yesterday, being a little sick. Uh, Zay Flowers. Zay Flowers has a calf injury and still not practicing. This is the same injury that he missed all of last week's practices for and still ended up playing. So I do believe Zay Flowers will be out there this week, even without miss or even with missing these practices. Chuba Hubbard. Chuba Hubbard has a hamstring injury, but he picked up a limited practice. He is trending towards being able to play, so don't worry too much about him. Uh, Darnell Mooney. Darnell Mooney is not practicing. He has a concussion, so it's looking like Darnell Mooney will be out this week with the concussion protocol being so tough to get through. Without any practices this week, he probably will not be playing, and neither really will Cole Komet, who is also not practicing with a knee injury. So two high-value weapons are now out this week, more than likely for the Bears and Darnell Mooney and Cole Komet. We are looking at a Justin Fields superhero game with potentially DJ Moore getting the only really targets and maybe some Roshan Johnson getting mixed in as well with these guys out. But for the most part, I'm expecting Justin Fields to have to put the team on his back, whether it be rushing or chucking it to DJ Moore all game. Without Cole Komet and Darnell Mooney, he's going to have to show up. Jamar Chase is actually looking like he'll be able to return. He picked up a limited practice this week with his shoulder injury. With the Bengals still technically within the playoffs, he will probably push himself to play this week. The Bengals could use him. With these limited practices, I expect Jamar Chase to return this week from the shoulder injury that had kept him out the last couple weeks. Cowboys running back, Rico Dowdle, not Tony Pollard. Rico Dowdle is out. He's officially out this week. So look for Tony Pollard to get a little bit more carries and maybe see some Deuce Vaughn get mixed in as well. But either way, no Rico Dowdle. For, you, for those of you guys who had kind of been stashing him, I guess it doesn't really matter. It's week 17 anyway. You weren't going to start him. But either way, he's out. Cortland Sutton, uh, a guy that people have started to rely on the last few weeks, is not looking like he will be playing this week as he is not practicing with a concussion. Looking like Cortland Sutton will be out with that. With also Marvin Mims looking less than 100%. He picked up a limited practice with a hamstring injury. But when you see hamstring injuries, it does cause some concern. So if Cortland Sutton is out, which is looking like it's true, and Marvin Mims is less than 100%, we're going to have to watch Jared Stidham try his best uh, just really throwing the ball to Jerry Judy and Adam Troutman and 
Brandon Johnson and Lil Jordan Humphrey. Probably, like I said about Justin Fields, Jarrett Stidham is probably going to have to get it done in the ground game and really put the team on the back if he wants to stay competitive. Packers have a lot of injuries here. Luke Musgrave and Jaden Reed both picked up limited practices. Luke Musgrave still hasn't been activated off the IR, so he's probably not going to play even with these limited practices. They're probably just having him hang around just in case they do make the playoffs. And then Jaden Reed probably will be returning. He missed last week with an injury, but he's trending towards playing. And they need him as Christian Watson and Dontavian Wicks are looking like they will be out. They are both not practicing with their own respective injuries. Christian Watson now on pace to miss his third straight game. And Dontavian Wicks left early in last week's game. Looking like that injury will sideline him this week as well. So look for Romeo Dobbs, Tucker Craft, and Jaden Reed to carry the weight for the Packers this week. CJ Stroud. CJ Stroud is officially off the injury report. He does not show up there, meaning he has cleared the concussion protocol and should be good to go this week against the Titans in a must-win matchup to keep their playoff hopes alive. Fire him up. And as we'll talk about a little bit later, fire someone else up on the Texans this week. Michael Pittman is also on track to return from his concussion. He had missed the last couple weeks, or maybe just the one week, or left early. Either way, time frame doesn't really matter. He's returning this week. He had a full practice yesterday. He was almost able to return last week. He will be back this week. So throw Michael Pittman back into your lineups. Another Colt is Zach Moss. He missed last week's game, but he picked up a limited practice a couple times this week and is looking like he will be able to return alongside Jonathan Taylor, not expecting a massive workload for him. In fact, I would probably just recommend benching Zach Moss, even if he does play. It's the Jonathan Taylor backfield as they need to keep their playoff hopes alive as well. Trevor Lawrence, we kind of talked about it earlier this week, how I feel like they should rest him. It's looking like they will, but we don't know for certain yet. He is not practicing still with his shoulder injury. So with him not practicing all week, with him having the concussion to play through, the high ankle sprain that he's been playing through, I really think the Jaguars ought to rest him this week. I know that they have to win these last couple games, but you really don't want to hobble Trevor Lawrence if you do make the playoffs. So I think they could rest him this week. I believe it's an easy matchup against the Panthers, if memory serves me right. Just let the Jaguars try to beat them without him. And speaking of the Jaguars, Zay Jones is looking like he will be able to return, potentially. He is picking up some limited practices with his hamstring injury that had been sidelining him. Again, seeing the practice suggests that he will be able to return and the Jaguars need it again they need to win these games and they're decimated in the wide receiver room so seeing Zay Jones pick up these practices is good for that regard on the Chiefs we have three players that have not practiced Kadarius Tony, Isaiah Pacheco and Clyde Edwards Hilaire uh if there's no Pacheco if there's no Clyde Edwards Hilaire it's gonna happen guys been waiting all year. The prince that was promised, Daenerys, will be activated from the practice squad and made the starter if both of these guys are out. However, I will note that Clyde Edwards-Hilaire did not practice with an illness, so he will probably end up playing. But more concerning for Isaiah Pacheco, who has a concussion and a shoulder injury, he's probably going to be out. And Kadarius Tony already missed last week with a hip injury. 
looking to miss this week as well, which means, again, probably fire up your Richie James. He did all right last week in DFS as a little value, but also in your punt return yardage leagues as well. He's pretty good. Uh, without Kadarius Tony, without Sky Moore, uh, Richie James got some volume. So look for that. And then just keep your eye on Daneric Prince, guys. If he's out there, pick up Daneric Prince. I can't say it enough. I, I, it, it, it's looking like Pacheco is going to be out. Jarek McKinnon is already on IR. And we know how good Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is, and that's not very. So Daneric Prince is probably going to be elevated. And we know he's got a really good profile. He looked all right in preseason, was impressing at camp. I think that there's a potential smash opportunity here in championship week with Daneric Prince. On the Jaguars, we have two players not practicing, or not Jaguars, sorry, Raiders. Uh, the Raiders, Michael Mayer is not practicing with a toe injury. He already missed last week with the same injury, so looking like he'll miss this week as well. And Josh Jacobs, he is still not practicing with his quad injury, so go get Zeus Zamir White right back into your lineup, who's looked really, really good without Jacobs. On the Chargers, Josh Palmer is still not practicing, as well as Keenan Allen. Both of these guys are looking like they will be out yet again. So look for Easton Stick yet again to just dump the ball off to Austin Eckler and Gerald Everett and maybe a little bit of Quentin Johnston, Jalen Guyton in action without these guys. On the Dolphins, Jalen Waddle doubtful with an ankle injury. We kind of already talked about that. He has a high ankle sprain. I really think they will at least rest him this week and maybe reevaluate next week. But they've basically got their playoff hopes alive. What they're more worried about is uh, closing out the division. Uh, and they should still be able to without Waddle. So I don't think he's going to play. And then Raheem Mostert, he didn't practice with an ankle knee injury. But this is the same thing that's been happening really all year. He's been just really racking up these veteran rest days, and then showing up on game day. So I'm not too worried about Raheem Mostert. But if we do find out he doesn't play, I'm going to go ahead and call it here. Devon A. Chan, championship week winner, if there's no Raheem Mostert. But I do think Mostert will play. Last week, there was no Hunter Henry. This week, it's looking like there will be, as he's been picking up some limited practices this week. Uh, should be back on track to play. But Juju Smith-Schuster is looking like he will be out again. He is not practicing with an ankle injury. So look for Demario Douglas to get utilized heavily again. And then Ezekiel Elliott. He has an illness and is also not practicing. But again, with these illnesses, they probably end up playing. Kenny Pickett, Steelers quarterback. We already know Mason Rudolph was announced the starter. But Kenny Pickett did pick up a limited practice yesterday and Wednesday, so he will probably be active for game day, just the backup quarterback to Mr. Mason Rudolph. Keep your eye on that. Based on how Rudolph plays, we might never see Kenny Pickett again as the starter. Kenneth Walker, he is not practicing with a shoulder injury and illness. So when you see the illness, probably going to play. He's been playing through this shoulder injury already the last couple weeks, getting the lion's share of opportunities as well. So not worried about Kenneth Walker. The one I'm potentially worried about is DK Metcalf, who missed practice with a back injury. I will probably expect him to play as they need to catch up these wins to, to make the playoffs, to keep their playoff hopes on the line. They are the seventh seed right now and can't really afford to lose any games. So I think while he's not practicing with this back injury, I do think we'll see DK Metcalf out there. He's just a dog. He plays through injuries. So I'm not too worried, but definitely keep your eye on it. 
and have a contingency plan in place if DK Metcalf ends up being out. And then lastly, Chris Rodriguez was moved to IR, which makes you think Antonio Gibson's going to get it all this week. But Brian Robinson is looking to return. He's missed the last few weeks with a hamstring injury. He's picked up limited practices this week, and it's looking like he will be able to play. So probably get Brian Robinson back into your lineup as he gets a ton of volume when active. I see a couple comments here. Let's go ahead and check there in or check those out. Looks like there are just some lineup questions. So we'll get to those after we go through everything else. Let's go ahead and do my must start and must sit for the week and then some picks. So first off, my must start is going to be Nico Collins. First off, we've got CJ Stroud returning. Uh, And then secondly, the, the Titans, they're playing the Titans and they are 28th against wide receivers, giving up a ton of points to them with CJ Stroud back with an easy matchup with him already scoring a touchdown last week with Case Keenum coming back from injury. I think Nico Collins is set up to smash in championship week. And also last week, I mentioned the fantasy gods hate me and to sit Travis Etienne because I needed him to play well. And that worked out well. Well, that same team I lost right? As usual, because the fantasy gods hate me. I think it would be pretty fitting if Nico Collins has a smash performance now that I'm out of the playoffs because he's also one of my wide receivers on that team. So if you want to go with a little bit of a Jason Luck type thing, Nico Collins is someone you've definitely got to start up in a good matchup with his quarterback returning with the playoffs on the line. Should be a pretty good game for Mr. Nico Collins. And the must sit for me is Dalton Kincaid. He's had a very bad last couple weeks. He's only had four targets over the last two weeks combined. He had one reception last week for seven yards and zero receptions the week before. This comes with Dawson Knox returning, so his volume has taken a massive hit. But then also the Bills are playing the Patriots, and the Patriots are third against tight ends, not giving up a ton of points to that position. Kyle Duggar is very good in tight end coverage. And Stefan Diggs, while the Patriots normally shut down their number one weapon and let the ancillary pieces try to defeat them, Stefan Diggs has not really been shut down by the Patriots historically. He's scored in four straight games against them. He's averaging 84 and a half yards and 0.9 touchdowns against the Patriots in his career. So I don't think the Patriots are going to be able to slow down Stefan Diggs. I think Dalton Kincaid is going to get shut down a decent bit. I know he had a good game against them earlier this season, but that was without Dawson Knox. I think you've got to sit Dalton Kincaid this week. I know it's tough in the tight end landscape, but I would almost suggest just throwing out like a Hunter Henry or something instead. All right, so that's my must start, must sit. Let's real quickly go ahead and check out my Yahoo Pick'em League, the final one. of well, Actually, I guess next week we could do this too. No fantasy football, but football's still going on. Either way, let me share my screen. We're going to check out my Yahoo Pick'em, and we're going to talk about every single game on the slate this week. First up, we have the Cowboys hosting the Lions. This is our Saturday, Saturday night football game. Uh, ooh, let's check out some more information about this. This is a fun game. Never mind, the information doesn't load. So I'm going to assume Dallas is the favorite here, being the home team. But they've lost two straight. They're really not looking that good. And the Lions are catching heat right now. I'm going to give it to the Lions. I'm going to give it to the Lions. I do think this will turn into a shootout. 
I do think the Cowboys have a lot to prove to themselves this week as, again, they've lost two straight. So I think they will show up to play. But I'm going to give it to the Lions. And I'm going to specifically say that uh, that Badgley, the kicker Badgley, Michael Badgley, first name slipping me for a second, kicks the game-winning field goal as time expires to win 37-34. to 34. The next game we have is the Patriots heading to Buffalo to take on the Bills. You know what? I'm going to go with an upset here. I'm going to give it to the Patriots just because I feel like picking an upset right now, but also because it seems pretty fitting for the Patriots to close out the year. They've won two straight now, uh, and they can play spoiler to the Bills, kick them out of the playoffs. I know Bill Belichick is staying up late this week and probably not even sleeping, coming up with the perfect game plan to shut down these Bills. They kept them close this year, maybe even one, if memory serves me correct. I can't remember. Either way, they always show up for these divisional games. I'm going to go with an upset for the Patriots. The next game we have is Bears-Falcons in Chicago. And as much as it pains me to say, I've got to give it to the Bears. I am just expecting, again, they've won a couple straight as well, but I'm also just expecting Justin Fields to go superhuman in this game. I think not only does he want to show the Falcons what he's made of as they're a suitor for him, but also just think he matches up well and it's going to play well. It's just, I, I like it. I think the Bears win this game as much as it pains me to say because the Falcons still technically have their their playoff hopes alive, but it's just the Bears. They're playing really well with Montez Sweat arriving and Justin Fields healthy again. So I'm going to give it to them. The Colts versus Raiders. Got to go with the Colts here. Actually, no. No, we're going to go with the Raiders. I think the Colts are going to go on a bit of a skid here and end up out of the playoffs. Uh, And so that starts this week against the Raiders, who have been playing really, really well with Antonio Pierce and just upset the Chiefs. I think they keep the momentum going. The next game we have is Rams-Giants, and we're definitely going to go with the Rams here. They've been playing really, really well. And I don't trust Tyrod Taylor. I I like the Jacoby Brissett move. I don't hate the Jarrett Stidham move. I don't really like the Tyrod Taylor move. I, I, I think he's totally fine, but honestly, Tommy DeVito was totally fine as well. And I think that we'll see a bit more turnovers from the Tyrod Taylor-led Giants offense. So I'm going to give it to the Rams. Next game we have is the Eagles-Cardinals. Got to go with the Eagles home team, but also they sort of are starting to get things uh, kind of worked out on this offense that had taken a bit of a hit the last couple of weeks. DeAndre Swift finally getting some carries. The Cardinals kind of struggling all around outside of Kyler Murray. So I'm going to give it to the Eagles. Next game we have is Buccaneers Saints. And we've got to go with the Bucs. I don't know if they can technically clinch. the. They might be able to clinch the division with a win this week. I don't know for sure. I, I probably should have checked that. But either way, a 95% clinch if they win this game. They're the home team. They're playing really well. The Saints are not playing really well, so give me the Buccaneers. 49ers, Commanders, got to go with the Niners, and I'll go ahead and say it. They bounce back in a massive way. I think they win this game against the Commanders by 25 or something like that. I think Brock Purdy has another four-touchdown game. I think Christian McCaffrey goes off, and I think they really show the Commanders uh, who the 49ers are supposed to be, not the team that showed up against the Ravens. I think they're going to be pissed. And I think they're going to show up and slaughter the commanders. I also 
fully expect Jacoby Brissett to turn back into a pumpkin. I think partly what made him so good is that defenses were not game planning for Jacoby Brissett. They were ready for Sam Howell, and then a new quarterback came in with different tendencies, and they couldn't quite catch up. This week, the 49ers will be preparing for Jacoby Brissett, and they already have one of the best defenses in the league, so I'm not expecting a good Brissett game at all. Jaguars-Panthers, we're going to give it to the Panthers. We're going to give it to the Panthers. We're going to go with another upset here. They won two weeks ago. They almost beat the Packers last week. And now they have a matchup against the Jaguars who are just losing so many players to injury the last few weeks. So I'm going to go with the Panthers. I think Bryce Young keeps the heat going, closes out the year strong, and they beat the C.J. Beathard-led Jaguars. Next game, Ravens-Dolphins. We'll give it to the Ravens. I did almost pick Gus Edwards as my must start, but I don't think there's too much ceiling there with him. Uh, him and Justin Justice Hill are kind of splitting the workload still a bit too much for my liking. But I do want to go ahead and put it on record. Uh, Gus Edwards scores at least one touchdown in this game. Houston Texans, Titans. Definitely the Texans here. In fact, I'll go with another blowout. I think the Titans get blown out in this one. I think C.J. Stroud is more than 100%. Nico Collins is back to 100%. And I know there's no Tank Dell, but I think they're ready, the Texans, to make the playoffs and potentially even win the AFC South as the Jaguars go on a skid. Next game, Seahawks-Pittsburgh. Give me the Steelers. Give me the Steelers. I think that the Steelers will win this game. I know it's a bit of an upset, especially being in Seattle, but I think Mason Rudolph will keep things going. I think George Pickens took a huge step forward and they will feed him again this week. And I just, I don't know. I feel it. I think it's more of a playoff thing, right? Where the Seahawks technically can lose a game, whereas the Steelers can't. So they're going to show up to play. They still want to make the playoffs and I'm going to give them the upset here. Broncos, Chargers. We're going to go with the Chargers. We're going to pick the Chargers. We're going to pick the Chargers. Last week, they almost beat the Bills with their new interim head coach. The defense actually looked pretty good. And with the Broncos likely out of Cortland Sutton, already benching Russell Wilson, I think they're going to struggle to win this game. So give me the Chargers. Next game, Bengals-Chiefs. I think the Chiefs get back on track. I don't think it's pretty. I think this game remains close, and I don't think either team sniffs 30, but I do think the Chiefs end up winning it. And then finally, Vikings-Packers. We'll go with the Vikings, and Jaron Hall looks good. I'm going to say Jaron Hall has a good game against the Packers. Three touchdowns, 276 yards, and only one turnover for Jaron Hall. So those are my picks for this week. Some random ideas as well regarding some players. Let me go ahead and turn those in. All right. I'm going to stop the screen and we're going to check out some questions now. So thank you all so much for tuning in. I know this is a big matchup for you guys. So you've got to get some of your lineup questions answered to the comments. David Montgomery, Ty Chandler, or Devin Singletary in full PPR? Um, probably Devin Singletary is who I'm leaning. Uh, yeah, I think I think Devin Singletary is who I'll go with. Uh, whew, tough one though, tough one for sure. I just Alexander Madison's back again, so a little bit of volume is going to go his way. And then David Montgomery's got a tough-ish matchup against the Cowboys, so just give me Singletary, who's getting a ton of opportunity. 
who is my favorite skateboarder? I mean, it, I, I know it's a cop out, but it's probably just Tony Hawk. I, I, I grew up with his video games. I know it's like the skater, but I, I do kind of love myself some Tony Hawk. Uh, CJ Stroud or Patrick Mahomes? CJ Stroud, easy matchup against the Titans. Uh, which wide receiver PPR? Rashid Shaheed, Demarcus Robinson, Demario Douglas, Noah Brown. Uh, either Noah Brown. It's not going to be Demarcus Robinson. I'm going to go with uh, Jesus. Let's go with Demario Douglas at PPR. I think he's going to get you the best floor. But if you want to take a ceiling play, it's Rashid Shaheed. Um, Joe Mixon. Uh, James Connor, Kenneth Walker, who should be the flex, full PPR. Let's go with, I think I'm going to go with what um, James Connor. Let's go with James Connor. I like the matchup against the Eagles. I like the full PPR. They're good. Do, do, do. Best defense this week, Chicago, Seahawks, or Denver? Um, let's just go with Chicago. Yeah, let's go with Chicago. <laughs> Anthony says, hi, Pitt. Yeah, uh, I think I left the laundry room door open, which is kind of close to where I'm recording. So I think that's where he's at right now. Sorry he uh, is screaming so much. He misses me. <laughs> uh, Siddham will play like Gino when Russ left. That'd be, I, I really do think Siddham's going to play fine. He is Studham for sure. The Denver or Raiders defense. Uh, Denver versus Chargers is pretty enticing. And then who, who are the Raiders playing? The Colts. Let's just go with Denver. Tyrod Taylor, Jacoby Brissett, Taylor Heineke. Yeesh. I guess Taylor Heineke? I think Taylor Heineke. And then Olave or Rice, just go with Olave. Just go with Olave. And then let me check Instagram real quick for a couple more. Saquon, James Cook, Nico Collins. Give me James Cook and Nico. Uh, half PPR, Wix or Osborne. Go with Osborne as I don't believe Wico or Wix will be playing. And then Nico or Diggs? Good question. I would like to fit both in. But I, I honestly think Nico is going to have a really good game. So I might go him over Stephon Diggs, even if he is really good against the Patriots. Uh, Cortland Sutton uh, is a very underrated wide receiver, says Brandon Falls. This is true. He's pretty underrated. All right, so that should be everything. Uh, thank you all so much for tuning in as this was the final wake and take of the fantasy football season. We will still be here, of course, Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern on the Player Profiler YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. So please continue to tune in as we get you covered for all things Dynasty. And while you're on the Player Profiler YouTube channel right now, hit like this video and subscribe to the channel. But also stay tuned as right now, Maddie Kiwoom is about to be live with his brand new show, the blue chips where he will start previewing all of the college prospects that are joining the nfl this year as we all know we love maddie kiwoom here one of my great friends fantastic host fantastic analyst covering all rookie content right now on his show blue chips which i believe is live right now so go hop over to that thanks again for tuning in great luck on all of your fantasy football championships i hope you win them all and i will see you all next year. I'll see you all next year. Have a good one. Peace.